You're listening to Mile High Insiders with Nick Kendall and Luke Patterson. Head on over to milehighhuddle.com for all things Broncos. Now, it's time to find out what's going on behind the walls of UC Health Training Center. Just uh, getting us on in and on out. All right, we got four check marks. Uh, whenever John is ready to get that fifth one going, his finger's working as quick as possible. All right, I see it. And we're pending, we're pending. And the fifth check mark there, Saturday night, is for Mile High Insiders. Welcome in, welcome in. I am Nick Kendall along with Luke Patterson. Luke, happy Freedom Weekend, uh, happy Fourth of July weekend. How are you doing, buddy? It's good to see you. It's about that flag, flag all weekend, oh, man. Proud to be out. an American. Proud to be an American. Yeah, absolutely. Happy Independence Day weekend to Broncos country, the USA, um, Americans at home and abroad. Uh, it's yes, a good sir. time to celebrate our country right now and, and some of the freedoms that we have. And what is more free than football, Nick? I mean, this is the last I saw one of those memes, right, where it's like one more month until football starts. And uh, it's true, man. The end of the month training camp gets going. So Independence Day weekend, we're going to talk some football, talk some Aaron Rodgers, get your takes. I want to know what you guys are doing for Fourth of July weekend and what you think the Broncos should do at quarterback, as always, the hottest topic out there oh man the quarterback conversation it is always a uh, fun fun um and uh let's get some hellos going john you can kind of go ahead and pull some up as we get going here um we got dave glassman in the house says chat is already popping what's up broncos country well uh hopefully that popping is uh kept safe uh nobody blow off their hand no jpp incidences for anybody in the chat here I like um, the JPP. I'm uh, waiting for the meme. Send them to uh, me, you know, or the JPP Thanksgiving turkey. You know, all uh, that's uh, t- we're horrible. I know. I know. Uh, Don't add us, bro. I know. We're just joking. It's firework responsibly, guys. It's really dry out there. And uh, Luke and I are both avid outdoorsmen. So uh, let's keep our forests. Uh, and also, also a former firefighter here, my old oh, man, yes. the chief. Uh, Absolutely. Yeah. Well, believe it or not, Nick, here in Douglas County, Colorado right now. We do not have any fire restrictions. I mean, obviously no aerial fireworks or anything like that, because that would never happen around any of our neighborhoods or my street at all. Never. But it's just one of those things. Be responsible, like you said, so we can continue to do what we do. And that is cover Broncos football. What's going on, Mo? I see you out there. Fred Schneider. How are you? CC, Andrew Morrow, Tim Durr, Bob Skinner. Big floppy lock. <laughs> we got our Butler saying, what's up, MHH fam? And it looks like we have got a full house tonight, Nick. I'm absolutely, absolutely. pumped to talk a little Broncos football. Mike is in the house as always repping that Crimson Tide. Just as many Broncos are as well. Yeah, man, that's uh, it's great to see everybody. Hopefully everyone's staying safe. And uh, let's get to the matters of business here real quick before we get going too far. Um, thank you, everybody who said hello so far. Um, and we'll get back to you guys just in just a second. But uh, this is Mile High Insiders. Saturday night is for Mile High Insiders. We're coming at you live at 6 p.m. Mountain Time. You guys, of course, can find Luke and myself on Twitter. Uh, Luke is at Luke Patterson LP and myself at Nick Kendall MHH. And also, while you guys are there, make sure you follow John at John KMHH. Uh, he's working the scenes here uh, and the show would be half as good, if not even like a fraction of that as good uh, without his help uh, behind the scenes. So thank you so much, John. And uh, make sure you guys show him the love as well. Follow us on Twitter also at MHI underscore pod 
and the the mothership, as we like to say, at Mile High Huddle. Um, it, while you guys are on your socials, go to Facebook as well, facebook.com forward slash Mile High Huddle pod and facebook.com forward slash Mile High Huddle. Uh, like both those pages, get involved in the conversations there. A lot of, I know it's the dead season right now, um, but we're going to have a lot of football stuff on the horizon. And uh, it's always it's a good place to just, you know, let your feelings out there or whatever your opinions are. And we can have a good conversation. Yeah. Uh, fire over there. Go fire ahead. away, man. We're talking about yes. fireworks, fire yes. away. Your Broncos takes, let us know Do what it. you're doing for 4th of July weekend. It's July training camp this month. Fred Schneider all over it. Thank you so much. John Sandoval. I see that. I see you out there, but uh, this is a perfect transition into Mr. Boggins who has also done some, uh, some blueprinting for MHH and some of that yes, stuff. Sir. So stay tuned because Chad has always got things in the works. We have creative minds here at MHH. One of the best parts of working for MHH, Mr. Boggins, he's starting our show. What's up, Boggs? Happy fourth to you and your family. Stay safe and have some fun, man. Uh, PFF ranked the Broncos 10th best overall roster. Nick, do you agree? And if Aaron Rodgers were to enter the chat, would we still be, or would we be number one? Great question coming from Mr. Boggins, firing out the gate. Nick, do you agree with the Broncos' 10th best overall roster to start with? I think it's honestly a little bit high, but that's because I put so much weight on the quarterback position. Um, unfortunately, that's just the reality of it. And uh, until you have a average or better quarterback, it's hard to rank you in the top 10. Um, and the Broncos right now, you don't know if you have an average or better quarter, average or better quarterback. So uh, TBD, but uh, anywhere from like, 16 to 12, I would have no issue with. So 10, I mean, the roster is great, but I'm putting heavy emphasis on the quarterback position because great quarterback play can overcome mediocre, uh, mediocre talent, the rest of the roster. Um, and if the Broncos would the Broncos be number one, if they had Aaron Rodgers, they'd be top three. I think it'd be hard to get over the Tampa Bay roster right now, given like the offensive line is great. They have a lot of weapons. The defense is really talented as well. They're also the reigning Super Bowl champion. So that gives you a bump. But uh, if you brought Aaron Rodgers to this team, Definitely top three. Definitely top three. And I think uh, Patrick Mahomes, it's hot in Missouri. I know it is, but uh, he'd be sweating a little extra. Number 10's tough for me because the right tackle position is still a Mm. question mark. Quarterback, quarterback, quarterback obviously has so much to do with the overall rankings. And, you know, the offensive line, it still has some question marks. I think we're all feeling very optimistic, but Lloyd Cushenberry has to take that next step. Now, I think he will. I think many people think he will. And Quinn Miners, rookie center, I know we're excited about him, but we need to pump the brakes a little more. You know, I'm yes, starting sir. to hear some stuff trickle out, and they're all positives, but just, hey, this guy's going to need to develop maybe a year, maybe even two years. Um, I think he could develop rather quickly within one season under a Mike Munchak. But when you look at that right side of the offensive line, I don't I don't think it's totally locked up. I think the Broncos are in a position they've, they've been in, uh, they've never really been in the last five years. Graham Glasgow, I think he's a solid player, but injuries definitely plagued him last year. I don't think he quite played up to expectations, and he'd be the first to probably tell you that a humble nasty player i'm looking forward to see him play right guard but because of that man i'd put him right outside the top 10 maybe 15 um so we're there right five margin of error and then aaron Rodgers, obviously top five i completely agree i think three is a solid option as well it's all about quarterback aaron Rodgers changes your offense he allows your defense to pin their ears back and go get them so that's a great question box i appreciate that so much man and it Directly ties into Aaron Rodgers, Nick, which is uh, exactly what we're looking at right now. So Friday's 
what, 2 p.m. Mountain Time, I think, deadline, uh, came and went for Aaron Rodgers to opt out. The disgruntled Green Bay quarterback did not. So all intentions or all signs look like he wants to play football. Doesn't mean he's going to, Nick, but at least it looks like he's in. He's got some skin in the game for this next season. Yeah, we we uh, crossed a hurdle, I guess is the way to put it, um, where he could have opted out and that would have made it, you know, okay, well, here we are. Um, but he's still in play for the Broncos and the Packers. Um, it does sound like it's a game of chicken there in Green Bay right now with the Aaron Rodgers camp and the Green Bay Packers camp. Um, like I've said multiple times on the show or the other shows that I'm involved in, I've kind of put the Aaron Rodgers stuff in a box where I'm not getting my hopes up too high um, because the Packers have to come to the realization that he's not playing for them again before we actually see a move possibly happen. And uh, I think it was, God, so, you can correct me. Somebody in the chat can let me know. Um, they're saying that, oh, the Packers, there's not much uh, interest right now. There's not much movement as far as Aaron Rodgers stuff. Well, the Packers are not answering the calls, right? And so like how much interest can there actually be if they're not answering the calls? Uh, but if Aaron Rodgers does become available, you bet your freaking Denver Bronco ass that uh, I got, I have to throw in a swear word. Chad said I can say any swear word that's in the Bible. So uh, as long as I can ass, say ass, this ass, ass is, well, like like a jackass, right? Yes. Can we say thumbs we up? We can say jackass. Boom. There we go. All right, jackass. I love it. Um, yeah. Well, here's this thing, Nick. Tampering, right? The Broncos yeah. did they get away with tampering with the golf course thing a little bit back? That got a, <laughs> that got whisked away really really quick. Great oh yeah, they job. weren't there. They were yeah, never there. No, they just John crossed paths really, really quick, if if they did at all. Um, but, Nick, where is Aaron Rodgers right now? What are these Broncos players doing? They're vacationing. Oh. They're chilling. They're hanging out with the boys. They're with their families. They're traveling. They're getting some time off, finally. This is the offseason right now for them yeah. before they head into the nitty-gritty of training camp and then the preseason. So I'm starting to wonder, you know, who's Aaron hanging out with? Is he hanging out with his Packer buddy, Devontae Adams, wondering what's going on? Devontae Adams throwing some cryptic tweets out there this last week as well. Uh, Nick, Devontae Adams and Aaron Rodgers, they almost seem linked. And it almost seems like we're trying to figure out if there's smoke with Devontae Adams, is that smoke related to Aaron Rodgers and vice versa? I think it is somewhat related to Aaron Rodgers uh, because Devontae Adams is a going to he's a guy who needs to make as much money as possible as well. Right. This is going to be one of his biggest contracts he, that he's ever going to get. And yep. uh, the Aaron Rodgers stuff um, as he can play that as much as possible, saying like, listen, I don't know if Aaron's going to be here. And because of that, you need to show me the money. Yeah, because until Aaron Rodgers situation is settled, I don't know if he's going to be here. But if you give me this like big contract, you know, then it doesn't even matter. Like, pay me the money. Um, we got our Butler coming in here too, saying, uh, Luke and Nick, let's get it popping. Thank you very much. Our Butler, uh, Rogers did not opt out. What does that mean for the Broncos? Do we go all in to get him? Uh, if he is available, I do think the Broncos will go all in. Now there obviously is a line. Um, what is that line? Yeah. Let's get George Payton on the show. You guys add him on Twitter. Uh, maybe, maybe we'll get him to make an appearance, um, while he's in between, uh, watching Cortland Sutton get ready to go. Is George um, Payton on Twitter? Did he? I don't think so. He, uh, yeah. I was just wondering that. Cause I'm like, man, I don't know. I, maybe he has an account and he's probably never on it. you know, and someone's yeah. guiding that account. He's he doesn't burner. seem, yeah, he he's doesn't seem like he has time for Twitter, a George oh. Payton guy, right? Like he's, he's grinder, right? Mr. Grinder and yeah. film and everything else. And here's he the thing about, so. Here's the thing, our Butler. I absolutely love it. So Rodgers didn't opt out. What's that mean for the Broncos? Uh, like Nick said, is he available? I think he's available because he's trying to make himself available. 
We're seeing something now in the NFL transition, much like players in the NBA, where you're starting to see players dictate their own exit. Now, you saw it with Le'Veon Bell, where it definitely did not work to his financial benefit or really career benefit. I know he had some beef with Kansas City Chiefs head coach Andy Reid and some things like that. But, you know, it just didn't work out in that that scenario. Now we're trying to figure out Russell Wilson and the Seattle Seahawks. Are they going to be able to mend fences? I think it's going to look like a Tom Brady situation where a year down the road, right, maybe we see Russell Wilson get out of there. But I don't think Aaron Rodgers is willing to go off of a a promise that the Packers would trade him at the end of the season. This clearly is not about money because the Packers have thrown a deal at him already. I know that they're working on another contract right now, just like the rest of the world to try to appease this quarterback. But Nick, I don't think it's all about the money for Aaron Rodgers, at least if that money's coming from the green Bay Packers. Yeah, man. Rodgers is a star. And uh, speaking of stars, we got Chris O'Hiron coming in here with the stars over on Facebook. Chris, thank you so much. Uh, we appreciate that. Um, with John here, we can uh, make sure we grab those stars. So want to give you a shout out. Thank Thanks, you Chris. so much. I also see that uh, uh, Gary Leeds Palmer's in the house too. King of the superstars here. Always oh, giving Gary. us stars over on Facebook. Gary Leeds Palmer, man. In the morning, in the night, doesn't matter. Says seven days a week, Gary, Gary Leeds Palmer is leading the way. Uh, and he says, hello, Broncos country and Nick and Luke and John giving a shout out there. Thank you very much, Gary. Um, we appreciate you. We appreciate everybody who's even just taking the time to appreciate, uh, join the comment section here in the community, but uh, those superstars help a heck of a lot. Um, so yeah, Aaron Rodgers. it's, do you think, okay, so gun to your head right now, Luke, and let's get to the super, uh, mm-hmm. super sticker here real quick from the king of the super stickers yeah muhammad yo smooth killer and braun on the house with the two dollar super sticker with a pair coming in here the sweatband sunglasses saying hey you hey you to muhammad tell uh tell malik i said hey you as well um so shout out to muhammad thank you so much your boys first fourth of july man what a what a great weekend for you and your family as well dude hope you're doing well mo i gotta get at you soon man it's been too long since we chatted so hang in there let's get through the fourth of july and let's chat as always, appreciate your support. Uh, a dear friend of not only the show, but of Nick, John, and I as well. Thanks, Mo. Yeah, Mo's been with us for a long time. So Mo's, a, we'll Mo's a rider, man. Mo's about yeah. that loyalty. That's why I love Mo, man. Mo, Mo keeps his circle uh, small, and he's just generous and develops trust. I absolutely love it. Jay in the house. What's up, man? Appreciate you joining MHI. He's Nick Kendall. I'm Luke Patterson. Jay coming in hot. Watch out for Miami. And the Rodgers sweepstakes. Nick's the Nick, the Miami Dolphins. Uh, they got that team rolling now. Tua, what are we hearing about Tua right now? He's throwing a million interceptions in practice. Okay, I remember saying and tweeting out years ago. Patrick Mahomes was throwing a million interceptions in practice during his first season. So, what do you make of the Miami Dolphins coming in as a a dark horse, really a dark dolphin in the Aaron Rodgers sweepstakes, the dark porpoise, of course, in the 4th of go. July spirit, <laughs> whatever the hell that means. Um, yeah, no, the dolphins are a team that they're in a very similar situation as the Broncos, except they are far more fortified with, uh, trade chips because they have first round picks, second round picks. Um, they have the picks from Larry Tunsil. They turn those into picks, trade them back with the 49ers. I mean, this is a team. There's a reason that they were the favorite, for Deshaun Watson before everything, you know, the bleep hit the fan. Um, and uh, there's a reason that they would might be a favorite for uh, Aaron Rodgers as well, right? This is a team that is on the precipice. Uh, Brian Flores, 
Uh, man, the, what he did with the defense there last year was phenomenal. I know the Broncos beat them, but those were two teams that are still on the up and up. Um, so go yeah, ahead. Super impressed, like you said, with yeah. Brian, Brian Flores. Flores. Got to yeah. see him at the Senior Bowl coaching yeah. uh, one of the teams. I can't remember if it was the nor- north or the south, uh, but man. Very impressed with the way he communicates, not only with players, but the way he allows his coaches to coach. He coaches up his coaches and then allows them to do what they do. A little bit different style than Vic Fangio, a coach Mm -hmm. that we cover for the Denver Broncos, who is very engaged down to the last blade of of grass when it comes down to his defense. Defense. I hope he takes that step into – Managerial, yeah, engaging the game a little bit more. But I love this question or this question and comment from Jay about Miami too, because um, Aaron Rodgers is making himself available. He said that the Broncos allegedly are are his one of his favorite places or top spots that he wants to go. The Raiders were also in the in the conversation. I don't think we should necessarily forget about it. I I want to say no, absolutely not. The Raiders are the Raiders, but hey. He wanted to be more close on the West Coast, New City, Las Vegas, Aaron Rodgers. Uh, no stranger to the limelight, Nick. Oh, man, that's that's worst case scenario. Everybody like if Aaron Rodgers does not go to the Broncos. OK, best case, I guess, then would be him go, staying at the Packers. But like, please, God, do not let him go to the no. Las Vegas Raiders. No, yeah, and that might it might go up in flames still because the Raiders defense is trash. John Gruden is and uh, Mayock seems very volatile, right? Like yeah. it does not feel like a very good uh, situation there. Um, I don't think everybody's on the same page, uh, but uh, man, if Aaron Rodgers goes to the Packers and you have five to six years of great quarterback play there on top of Justin Herbert and Patrick Mahomes, you, you're, you're really actually banking on a miracle for the Broncos at that point, even with the top 10 roster, or whatever pro football focus says, because that's, I mean, yeah, well, it, and hey, I want to, yeah, I want to answer Mo on the chat real quick. Mo Rowe, I yeah, think, who, who had said, "Hey, so are you are you are you saying uh, directing at me with my comments about uh, Mahomes throwing interceptions and Tua throwing interceptions in OTAs and stuff like that? Are you saying that Tua is going to be the next Mahomes? Absolutely not, man. I hate this argument. If you're going to come at me, come at me with something a little stronger, brother, because it's got to be one of those things where you listen." I'm trying to make a point about interceptions and OTAs. I'm trying to make a point about training camp interceptions. This is something Nick and I talk at nauseum about. If you're going to make mistakes in practice, make them in practice. Uh, Obviously, you're going to make mistakes in games as well, but it's context too, folks. I mean, Mm -hmm. this is a learning experience. No, Mahomes is not to a – I completely get it, but just trust me when I'm trying to say we can't throw as much significance into every single throw in the off season. It's, it's tough. And, and it's what we got to do right now, Nick. It, it's, it's just, it's a tough grading system. It's what we do. We overreact. We underreact to those throws and quarterback comparisons, man, love them, hate them. It's what we do. Yeah. And the thing about just, uh, excuse me, Patrick Mahomes interceptions is while those were noted, especially by fans in the division rivals, um, a lot of reports coming out of Kansas city at that point were like this Patrick Mahomes, dude, is freaking special. Um, let's give Travis Weber a shout out here. Happy Fourth of July weekend, Broncos country. Thank you very much, Travis, up, Trav? um, for the shout out. Uh, hopefully everything is uh fine here. I just got a notification saying that one of our Facebook streams went down, but uh, hopefully we'll get that up and running. Okay. Um, but thank you so much, Travis. Uh, hope you're doing well. Hope your uh, sister, who was recently married, is doing well, and hope you are safe as well. 
Um, but like Patrick Mahomes throwing interceptions at the time, we did not know very well, but there was a lot of chatter coming out of Kansas city camp. That's like, this guy is absolutely freaking incredible. And you're, right. and we heard this a year ago, with Justin Herbert as well. Have not heard the same for Drew Locke. Um, besides people that are like trying to, what, what, how do I put it? Like trying to get it to, to happen, right? Like they're, they're trying to manifest Drew mm-hmm. Locke greatness. Um, sure. so haven't heard that the same knock or the same, um, uh, the same extent. And we got, uh, Oh my God. Stone, Stone cold. cold, Tim, Stone Cold, Tim. I knew, I knew it. Love it. Um, no hard knocks for the Broncos this year. Back to the Cowboys. America's team. Get I out love of here. It. I, I love I do it. Love Dak I, Prescott. Go ahead. I love watching hard knocks just to make fun of whoever that team is. That's on it. Like just they're never good. Right. No. They're never good teams. That's one of the like qualifications to be on hard knocks, believe yeah. it or not. Um, so I can't wait to see which one of the Cowboys are going to get arrested. I can't wait to see Jerry Jones in every single shot of every single frame in hard knocks. And you know, I'm pumped, man. I, I didn't think that George Payton or the Broncos would want to get things going with HBO. But speaking of getting things going, Mr. Boggins coming in again with a 99 cent. I think that's a peach. Super chat. Uh, funny thing. Funny thing. What's that? She thick. Okay. All right. <laughs> All right. Damn. I mean, Muhammad normally likes to do the uh, the pair, but the the peach coming in here. We all know. Peach. Thank you, Mister Boggins. Really, just teasing me. I really like your peaches. Wanna shake your tree? There we my go. mom. My mom actually cans peaches, and she cans whiskey peaches. Oh. Shout out to my mom, right? Um. Yeah, she cans whiskey awesome. peaches. She does like oh. whiskey marmalades and stuff. Oh, dude, just amazing. Speaking of amazing, we got Dennis Woods in the house. Appreciate your super chat and your donation. Most importantly, your time tonight. What's up, Dennis? This will show my ignorance, but if Washington for example, would make a huge offer. Can Aaron Rodgers say, no, I'm not going to play there. That's no, that's not ignorance at all, Dennis. That's a great question because Nick, we're going to see teams start to come out of the woodwork. Some teams that have been in waiting monitoring this Rodgers, there's always one or two. So Dennis, this is a great question. A team like Washington, Nick, they got Fitz magic there, right? Um, A playoff team last year with that awful division, um, what if they decide to enter the Aaron Rodgers sweepstakes? What does that do to the market? What does Aaron Rodgers want to do? Does he control his destination? Or what are your thoughts on a potential dark horse coming in here? Like a Miami and a Washington. Great question, Dennis. Yeah, Washington is in a great situation where they do seem like a team that's also a quarterback away. Um, and if they made really hard uh, overtures to Aaron Rodgers, maybe that could play out that way. Uh, the thing they have going against them is that Dan Snyder is trash. Their ownership situation is bad. Yeah. They were in the news recently also as well, which is really bad. The NFL is covering for them, you know, whatever, um, you know, boys club, whatever you want to say there. Uh, but uh, the Washington football team, like their front seven is probably the best in the NFL. I know the Broncos are going to have a great defense this year, um, but I would put Washington football team's front seven above Denver's. Um, and they're a team that very much like Rogers goes there. And that's a team that is top five in the NFL. No doubt in my mind. What's well, an um, awful division as well. Yes, that's a good point. No, there's no Patrick Mahomes. There's no Justin Herbert. You have to get over Dak Prescott, but my God, that Dallas defense is trash. The He's Eagles might be picking number one overall this year. So that's that's a team very much that if they could go after Aaron Rodgers, I think they would. The question is, do the Packers want to trade Aaron Rodgers to an NFC team? 
Right. Yeah. Or they're going to have to see him. I mean, they got a GM that does silly things. So (laughs) you never know. Dennis, that's a great question, man. Not ignorant at all. And I'm glad you brought up the Washington football team, Dennis, because I saw one of those funky little memes. Right. So we all know that the NFL said uh, teams in 2022, I believe, are going to be wearing alternative helmets or at least be allowed the option. So hopefully Broncos, Nick, I know you've got some favorites out there on Twitter. Get at Nick Kendall, MHH. Um, I'll post some of my favorites, but I'll just tell you right now, the old school D, man, with that powder blue, I never got to appreciate that as a kid, man. Christmas time came when I was a little boy, and it was the first year that the Broncos won the Super Bowl in 97. They released those jerseys, and my mom and dad got me um an old school d winter coat and the new broncos winter coat and they're like you can choose one which one do you want to choose i picked the new one man and i wish now as a 30 year old grown man i could go back and pick that old school d but how does this relate to the washington football team nick are they allowed to wear that old helmet uh, the old team name that I can't say because I'll be stripped from my you know platform here or whatever can they wear that old school helmet uh, I don't know if they will. Honest to God, I don't know if they can. I don't know if they will. Um, so, and I think their new helmet with the numbers on it is actually sleeker. I think that's I way cooler. It. I hate, you hate it. it. I hate everything about it. I just want like not a Washington football. Come on, man. That's I want that's, Washington Football Club. That's how. That's how soccer <laughs> focused I am. Right. It's the well, Euros right now. I love Washington Football Club. Never heard of. It. Never heard of it. I'm in or the Armada or just do something totally silly. Just like lean into it. Like the, the family guy when they called them the, uh, what the new England uh, silly nannies or the London silly nannies. Um, speaking of silly nanny, Mr. Boggins coming in here. He is no. a silly nanny. See you guys see what you guys do to us. You get us off topic and rolling. Oh. And this becomes a talk show instead of Broncos Boggs keeping us on our toes. What's up Boggs? Uh, yeah, Mr. Boggins two ninety nine super over on YouTube. Thank you so much. Uh, remember when we didn't drive Justin Fields? Me too. You know, it's kind of like uh, we've said it a thousand times on here. Bradley uh, Bradley Chubb with Josh Allen. Like if the Broncos get the quarterback situation settled and they're fine there, like I said, they had drafted Dak Prescott the year before, two years before, whatever it is. You don't care. You're like, oh, we missed on Josh Allen, but we already had the quarterback. As long as the Broncos are searching the desert of quarterback purgatory, it's going to be the what ifs, right? Like Patrick Sertan could be an all pro year after year. Um, But uh, if the Broncos are still looking for quarterback position and Fields is even like, top 15 you're gonna have to have some what ifs right that's just how valuable the position is box i know you were upset man i see your twitter account i still you're you're still in mourning you're still upset and rightfully so man the broncos have been so quarterback thirsty nick um many folks think that this was a huge miss in the first round and i can definitely listen to that argument i don't agree with it but i think it's an argument that's valid and can definitely be had it, it has a seat at that table of you know overreaction underreaction with the first round pick most of them usually do here's my thing with justin fields i can see the excuses already starting to add up with justin fields matt nagy i don't think that's a good match for for Justin Fields. I don't know if there's another good quarterback that's not Pat Mahomes. That's a good match right now for the the Chicago Bears coach who was on the hot seat. So I think ultimately he might get some playing time this year. I don't know what it's going to look like with Nagy. And then the excuse will be, look, man, Nagy, how consistent was he with this rookie quarterback? So I think when they get another offensive coordinator in there, uh, new offense, 
two years down the line, then we'll start to be able to fairly judge fields. But it's always changing. And speaking of always changing, what's up, James? I see you. Happy Fourth of July from across the pond. I do wonder if there hadn't been all that noise about Aaron Rodgers wanting out from Green Bay on draft day eve. Would the Broncos still have drafted Pat Sertan over Justin Fields? Uh, here's the thing with that, James. I think, yes, I think George Payton was sincere in his press conference when he talked about Pastor Tan being his guy, so much so that the Broncos coaches were told and scouts stay away from this man at all costs. We are afraid to reveal our interest in Pastor Tan. And I think George Payton, at least for that first round pick, he wanted to play his cards close to his vest. It was important to him that he got a player. The way he was eventually promoted to general manager is from being a scout. He's the scout of scouts in the scouting community. He identified his guy and he went and went he went and got him, Nick, plain and simple. So I think George Payton played it close to the vest in round one. Rounds two and three, I think he took some gambles. Absolutely. So we're starting to see who George Payton, his style is when it comes to acquiring players. Yeah. I mean, we'll have to gather more data as there are more drafts and hopefully the wheels don't completely come off the bus. Uh, so we can't gather more data cause he's out of here. Um, but uh, I agree with you completely. And th- I think it's pretty interesting that they were interested in uh, Patrick Sertan as much as they were given the mm-hmm. need at quarterback, uh, given the offensive line questions as well, given how they attacked the cornerback position in free agency as well. Like you felt Patrick Sertan at the moment it happened, I was pretty blindsided. Right. Like, I feel like maybe a lot of us were. I know we were kind of gearing up for maybe an Aaron Rodgers trade. Then Justin Fields is falling. Okay. If not that, if that's not happening, then it's going to be Rashawn Slater. Patrick, Patrick Sertan, call me off guard. How about yourself? Not at all, man. This was not a guy that, you know, that man. I was, when you guys were promoting Caleb Farley above Pastor Tan, dude, I was flexing on that, saying, no, no, no. Pastor Tan, trust me on this. He's another breed. No shade to Caleb Farley. So I, I'm not going to say that. Well, I'm not going to say that like I was shocked by the pick. I was happy with the pick because th- that's who I wanted the Broncos to get if Trey Lance wasn't there. Nick, I, I fell in love with Trey Lance towards the yeah. end. I really, really did. Uh, I think the Broncos like Trey Lance too. They clearly uh, were not interested in Mac Jones, I don't think. So that was an interesting move because uh, there was definitely some some – whispers out there and some reports out there that they were some of which i covered and speaking of coverage john sandoval also covering our six covering our back watching the show supporting the show appreciate you so much happy fourth of july to you and your family john a 20 dollar super thank you so much you're very generous sir guys i love the podcast you guys do an awesome job keep it up Nick, Denver Broncos for life. I absolutely love that. Thank you so much, John. Uh, Your support means the world to us here on MHI. Yeah, thank you very much, John. We appreciate it. Another Super coming in here. Man, we weren't sure if everybody would be busy tonight, but uh, the Supers are – we're feeling the love. We appreciate you guys. Everybody's pumped up and ready for the fireworks, baby. And they're like, before we get to fireworks, we got to get to football on MHI Saturday night. Absolutely. Broncos 007 coming in here with a $5 super over on YouTube. Guys, if you are not in a position to donate to uh, be a super chat superstar, um, that's totally fine. I know not everybody's always in a position like Broncos 007, like everybody else coming in here. Um, Please, though, if you're not in a position to monetarily uh, contribute, like, subscribe, and share. That helps us a heck of a lot. Uh, But let's get back to Broncos 007 here, uh, saying I know it's an unpopular take, 
but I want the 2009 gold jerseys back. We should have drafted fields. Okay, so two takes here. Um, The vertical socks. Luke, where are we in? Yay, nay, gross, yay. Yeah, I mean, it's the yellow-brown. I've My sister said that's a poop and pee uniform. Uh, Alyssa, you're out of my will. Um, I'm not going to be in your wedding. Uh, that that like upset that? me greatly. You you like that? You like uh, that brown and yellow? First of all, let me ask I you this. I don't like it, but like you can't say that it's poop and pee. Like that do, you know that, do you know the history behind it? I do not. No, let, let me hear. Okay, so this is what I've been told in Broncos country. Feel free to correct me if I'm wrong. But when the Broncos were first formed, uh, they didn't have a lot of money, Nick, so much so that they didn't have any jerseys. In fact, there's a rumor that they got these colors and these jerseys from the University of Wyoming. There were the Mm -hmm. old school practice squad kind of jerseys. And uh, that's where they started, man, with the yellow and brown, much like the Cowboys, just a short drive up the road. so I hated it. You know why I hate it the most? It reminds me of Josh McDaniels, Nick. That's why I can't like uh, get over it. Man, bad times, man. I, I wanted to throw up when I was watching film rewinding and you know on the DVR and every I just the socks, man. It tripped me out. I couldn't do it. The vertical socks, I liked how some of the players like spun them as well to like give them a new take, right? Like mm. those looked a little better. Um, and uh, we gotta give a shout out here to uh John's favorite jersey as well. Um, I am hold everybody. up, hold on. Oh, is it that? Time. Is it the I know where you're going here? Yeah, no, it's cool, but it kind of looks like a donkey to me, man. And that's, of course, if you're a Broncos fan, one word you take, I take great offense to when uh. You know, those damn Raider fans are calling us uh, the donkeys. Yeah, that that really, you know, just irks me, man. I just can't stand it when they do that. That's And that's cool helmet, man. But I'm telling you, old school D, but we got to roll up, get a poll up. I feel like yeah. maybe maybe that's what we'll have. Uh, we'll have John take a peek at maybe next week or or something. We'll start to figure it out. But guys, you guys have it raining in here. I want to make sure we get to absolutely everybody who was donating not only their time, but some supers as well. So let's keep it rolling. Uh, hi, Dave. I see you in the, in the chat, Johnny, what's going on? George Newton's in there. And uh, here we go. Our guy, our guy is back, Nick, and he's back with support coming in hot MHI on Saturday night. Uh, I always screw this name up, Nick. So feel free to jump in. Dying. I don't, I don't know. Like I'm doing the best I can. Dehine. Um, John's trying to hine. Dehane. Dehaney. Dehane. Okay. Uh, Dehane. 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 We're going to go with Dehane. $20 super. Over Get Addison in the chat. Dehane. Come in and Dehane. $20 super Thank with, you, the monkey with, the, with the Glock. Uh, saying, here's the scenario as I see it unfolding. Denver starts locked to tank the, to tank the first part of the season, um, which drives up our 2022 pick values. Teddy Sutton and picks go to Green Bay for our new quarterback, Aaron Rodgers, at the 2021 trade deadline. Man, DeHane, big brain, baby. I, that's that's uh, that's the universe brain there, the meme. Um, I do not think this team in any sort of way can tank uh, to start the season. There's way too many jobs on the line. This is a team that needs to win week one, week two, week three. Um, but uh, any path to Aaron Rodgers, I'm okay with. Kind of like that, uh, what was it, the 2010 season was but. And that led us to get to Von Miller, which mean that we could get Peyton Manning, which meant that we could win Super Bowls and be great for years. Like God bless the broken load, uh, broken road. Uh, shout out to Rascal Flats there, I guess. Um, but uh, I do not think this big brain here, this conspiracy is uh, going to play out. Did you just give a Too shout much. out to Rascal Flats on our show? God I bless the broken. I I think about Von you. Miller and how Shame. bad 2010 was, 
And I was like, you know what? It was worth it because we got Von Miller. And because we got Von Miller, it meant that we get Peyton Manning. And I would go through that terrible season every year if I could, if that, if I knew the outcome. Here's uh, the only, we, go ahead. Here's the only twist I'll give on this take. And I think it's a good take. Um, I don't think the Broncos necessarily need to tank. The Broncos could lose, folks. I yeah. mean, I know we're we're hyping them up, but we could be in a scenario where Drew Locke is starting to falter in the first part of the season, like you're suggesting here. Um, it, it's one of those things where I think Drew Locke is going to have a short leash. I mm-hmm. think that's why Teddy was brought here. If I he would. I would right, but here's the thing, Nick. I think it would be easier to start Drew Locke and go and transition to Teddy, but it would be much harder to start Teddy and transition back to Drew Locke. We're starting to see Drew um, in the short sample size. This is the, really the first time he's responded in competition from high school and college. So I'm curious to see what we're going to get from the young QB. Absolutely love your support. And I love the take because um, Nick Aaron Rodgers could get traded in, before the trade deadline too. That's something that is not beyond the realm of possibility. <sighs> I really think the way this is playing out right now is that Aaron Rodgers might sit out this season. I know that he just missed out the opt out and that's the name of the episode, but he is a very stubborn son of a gun um, and good for him, I guess. Right. Like if you have that leverage and you're willing to sit out a season with that leverage, then God bless. I know he's got that Hollywood money coming in too with uh, Shailene Woodley. Um, but uh, it might be, I don't know. A lot of people are saying, Oh, Aaron Rodgers, the Broncos starting quarterback in 2022. And that lines up greatly with the Broncos quarterback situation in 2021. So we'll see Aloha brother coming in from a straight 84. Uh, appreciate you, buddy. Appreciate everybody coming in today, joining us today. Everyone stay safe on this 4th of July weekend. Nobody get burnt. If you're working with those charcoal girls, be safe. Um, but the uh, Dehane coming in here um, is this uh, the same $20 super, but uh, how do you feel about his trade package here? Teddy Sutton and picks go to green Bay for a new quarterback. Are you willing to trade Cortland Sutton to green Bay? And would green Bay be interested in Cortland Sutton? I'm not, Nick, but it's not up to me. I think that the Broncos are going to – they're starting to commit to Jerry Judy as their number one wide receiver. I I think that was – that's not a hot take or anything. I think that's just kind of my initial reaction when he was drafted. And then you've got a K.J. Hamler in the second round also. That, to me, tells me you know the Broncos are concerned um, just a little bit with the decision they're going to have to make. Do you pay Cortland Sutton or do you keep rolling with Jerry Judy on that rookie contract? Something we've talked about at nauseum, how that rookie contract can help a team, specifically a defense um, that are on one year deals short term in the DBs. So, um, yeah, Sutton, that's going to sting. I personally, I, I wouldn't want him but to leave. But if it meant getting Rodgers, you bet. Teddy, yeah. I don't know about that. I, I think the Broncos would like to hang on to Teddy if they could and maybe send Drew up there. Um, you know, I think Drew Locke and Jordan Love would be an interesting quarterback competition. Maybe Drew Locke would have the upper hand on that right now. And I feel send a little bit, I don't care I, so if we're bringing yeah. Aaron Rodgers, send them both, like put a yeah, well, and then you got Brett Rippon, right? The best second yeah. string backup to Aaron Rodgers. I think Aaron would like Brett. I think I, I you know, and Brett would like Aaron. Yeah, and not feel threatened. I think that would be a perfect scenario. So I love it. Keep those takes rolling in. And uh, I see you. Judy isn't as good as Sutton, though. You're completely right. He does not have the stats, the credentials, or the leadership that Cortland Sutton does. But 
let's give him some time. It was a rookie year. I know I was hard on him. A lot of folks were, and deservingly so. But he went out. He owned up to his mistakes, and that means a lot to me. We will have to see how it goes. James Campbell, how goes it? Panthers could have gone quarterback but traded for Sam Darnold, plus that two-year window, and took the in-state stud defensive prospect who fitted their scheme. The Philadelphia Eagles want to see what Jalen Hurts could do with better weapons. It's all about that quarterback, Nick, and that's a point that James is making right here. Um, if you get Aaron Rodgers, what kind of window are you looking at? I think you're looking at a two- to three-year window for sure. Five years. F- Five? That might be the contract, but you think Rodgers wants to play five more years? I do. Here's yep, the thing. He, I'll go there great. with you. I'll go there with you if he takes this season off because that would prolong a career. I mean, Gronk, Gronk, right, took that season yeah. off, and his role has been reduced, but he <clears throat> was a beast in the Super Bowl when you need him to be. Uh, you know, I don't need Gronk out there taking that punishment throughout the entire season, but we're starting to see the game change. Five years, Nick, that's a long time, and that's something I am very much willing to do for Cortland Sutton. Yeah, but with Rodgers, I mean, he sat out, what, the first four years of his career, right? So he has taken less hits. Good point. And uh, we're seeing with Tom Brady and whatnot that they, they, a lot of these guys can play long. Like Peyton Manning fell off a cliff, but uh, he was coming off of a very serious injury, a neck fusion, right? Like, we always knew it was a ticking time bomb for him. Um, and I want to give James a hard time here because he's coming from across the pond and uh, his uh, three lions on the shirt just knocked out my uh, my Germans in the Euro Cup. So I got to give him a hard time. Um, took this, the prospect, uh, the in-state stud defensive prospect who fit their scheme. Um, buddy, I know you're across the pond, but uh, South Carolina is not where the Panthers are, right? That's They're North Carolina. They're Charlotte. <laughs> so uh, I want to give <laughs> – James is our own coworker, so I want to you know call him out. You don't know your American geography. It's the 4th of July. You should know better you think, than to you come think, at us like that. Well, you think they're, they're a little bitter in the U.K. on 4th of July this weekend. Maybe, uh, you know, it's just one of those – Happy Independence Day. Yeah, one of those things. What's up, James, man? We love you. Appreciate the support. Appreciate your time, man. Because, yeah, James, Keith, all these guys across the pond, man, they're putting in work when we are sleeping. Something that's awesome. Dennis coming back in here. I love it. Dennis Woods, thank you so much for your support. Welcome to MHI, brother. Uh, Maybe I missed the answer to my question. Uh, Was Aaron Rodgers' veto to trade to somewhere he doesn't want to play, or does he have to go – where Green Bay makes the trade. A very interesting question from Dennis. Um, who holds the upper hand in regards to where Aaron Rodgers goes? If you're Green Bay and you decide, okay, we got to trade this quarterback, it's not going to work out. Um, do you pick the destination? Do you call Aaron Rodgers after a package has been put together and say, hey, do you agree to this? Uh, I mean, this, these are like NBA scenarios now, right? Almost like signing trades where you're wondering if Aaron can get a little bit of assurance that he could sign his new deal and be traded to the new team. I mean, bizarre circumstances, but a great question from Dennis Woods. Yeah, no, absolutely. I, Aaron Rodgers has the ability. He can't veto a trade, but he can pull a Jake Palmer, right? Where Jake was like, you know what? I'm going to retire. And I think it was a week ago we were talking about that. It looks like yeah. the Broncos did not get that third round pick. Um, okay. Through multiple years of it. So did it looked they, like they did Tampa. Right. Okay. Good to know. Did Tampa retain his rights though? No, he retired. Uh, okay. Denver had All their right. his rights. The um, he was officially retired. So there was no transaction because he retired before it was official. 
So uh, I was oh, looking so, at that was the, so, so you were right. Just say it, Nick. I was right, Luke. You were wrong. I will eat that crow, man. Anytime that was the, comes the Broncos to the only had like four, four, uh, four picks. That was the Jarvis Moss draft. They took like a Jarvis some, Moss, yeah, University God. of Florida. Sorry, guys. I haven't heard that name in a while, Nick. Good times. <laughs> they took another defensive end from uh, Texas Crowder, maybe, and they took like a defensive tackle from Florida, also. But the, the Broncos were going to get another pick that year, but because Jake Plummer retired the trade was not official so they did not get that extra third round pick so there tough. you go so I dennis um i think aaron to answer your question dennis uh aaron i think holds a little bit of the upper hand because he could just leave the game altogether. um so i think green bay has to come they've been going to aaron right all this time well if they want to trade him they shouldn't have any problems going to him now saying look all right man you want to get traded what's it going to cost to make this work because they've got to get something in return and Aaron has to understand that as well. So if Aaron Rodgers and the Packers both decide that this is truly done and they're both moving on, it's going to be a messy breakup because if they're not agreeing on football operations in their own building, how are they going to agree to a trade package with another team? (sighs) Sounds impossible, right? How could they do it? You couldn't do it. Um, I want to pull like a Kevin Garnett right. Anything is possible because like, I mean, man, some, some tampering, some player tampering, if you will. Right. And I know that doesn't exist, but I'm just hoping uh, like Deshaun Watson is getting quartered by Kareem Jackson, that someone is trying to court Aaron Rodgers out on the golf course or, or, or something, man, y'all got to get up there, get this green Bay guy down here. Players, you can do it. You can hang out. You can talk. Just stay away from the coaches and the GMs. Oh, man. I mean, this season would be like kicked into high gear if they could get Rodgers. I know some of the comments, oh, my gosh, Aaron Rodgers again. Well, uh, we're hoping, right? Like, that's the thing. Like, you, you can be – this Broncos team could be very fun this year with Drew Locke or Teddy Bridgewater, probably make the playoffs. But you put Aaron Rodgers on this team, and we are talking legitimate Super Bowl contender. And I'm thirsty. Bet. I am so thirsty for, for he- that kind I'm of he- thing. I'm hearing some in the media whisper undefeated. Oh my God! Seventeen game season. Let's not let's not do that. They might start off like the twenty twelve Broncos, where they were two and three, and then they went on a freaking tear. Like, give me that. I mean, the the Tampa Bay Buccaneers this year were very bad to start. Not very bad, but average to start the oh, year. Oh yeah, they took went a, from like week eleven on, and it took them some time. And then the switch yeah. was made with Arians and Brady. And dude, I love exactly. Arians. Right, a coach that we yes, are just we fall all over for Arians. Yeah. Um. Here we go. Straight eighty four coming in. Dahian is the Hawaiian. Loving the show, fam. Whoever is our quarterback, I only wish them the best. Can't wait for the final decision. Appreciate that so much, man. Uh, Hey, rest in peace to Colt Brennan, man. One of my favorite quarterbacks uh, growing up. And I know he passed away, I think, about a month ago now. One of the best quarterbacks the University of Hawaii ever had. Um, Yeah, rest in peace, man. Gone too, too early. But it's cool, Nick, to see Broncos country all over the world. We talked about across the pond over in the UK. We got Scotland covered. Um, We've got Broncos country all over the place. Absolutely love it. Out there in the Hawaiian Islands, man. And I know that for a fact. I've been to Hawaii a few different times. And Broncos country, the... The games out there are at different weird times, like 9 a.m. breakfast games and stuff like that, man. I mean, it's cool to see uh, Broncos country, all different shapes, sizes, colors. None of it matters. Orange and blue are the only things that matter with the Denver Broncos, and that's why we're here. We absolutely love it. Yeah, no, absolutely. Thank you so much. Um, I got to get myself to Hawaii. The wife and I talking about living up here in the Pacific Northwest. The flights are very cheap from Maui. Alaska to Hawaii. Maui, have you been? 
Oh yeah, man. Maui. Yeah. I've been Maui. I've been to the big Island in Manila where the university of Hawaii is. Oh, absolutely. It's gorgeous, man. And, and the people, a 7 a.m. from higher learnings coming in with the Broncos yeah. games. Absolutely love it. Yeah, yeah, man. So when you're out there, make sure it's not during the season. I know you never vacation during the season, but hey, man, you got to do what you got to do. You got to explore life. Nick, I know you love to travel. Um, I'm trying to travel with my daughter and expose her to the world, something my parents did for me. And it's cool, man, when we see Tucson, Arizona in the house. Michael Ron- Ronquillo? Coming in the house, I love it. Arizona also has a very strong Broncos presence. And Nick, growing up, it always felt like the Cardinals and the Broncos played every preseason. Yeah. like Right? They kind of still do. Aren't the Cardinals on the preseason schedule? Maybe, maybe not. I know that they play the uh, Seahawks week two of preseason this year. I could not tell you if they're playing the Cardinals or not. Um, but uh, Hey, what's up, Johnny? Yeah, thank you very much, Johnny. Johnny, appreciate the comment, appreciate the support, and appreciate your love, man. Broncos country has been super excited. I don't know if everybody's all nice because they got an extra day off for the 4th of July weekend. Usually we're called Drew Lock haters by now, but I don't think we've ever said said anything bad about Drew, which is something that uh, is, is good, man, because best-case scenario, Drew works out. Teddy, I think, has a lot of positives as well, and Aaron Rodgers, well, he's the MVP, and that's what David's coming in, David Wilder in the house, or Wilder, excuse me, David. Rodgers is only a short-term answer, fellas. I want Drew Locke to be here, and I don't want Denver to start all over again if Drew can be the long-term answer, which I think he can be. An awesome transition, David. Um, Rodgers is a short-term answer. Interesting. Nick, Aaron has a lot of interests outside of football. Um, If he won another Super Bowl, how hungry do you think he'd be? to mm. want to continue uh we're seeing quarterbacks play in in well into their 40s now but Aaron Rodgers is a different cat I think he likes to pursue other things um he just got married right I don't know if he wants yeah. to start a family Th- life changes man you yeah. know as as you know what do you think about that as a short-term answer and how would you respond to David hoping Drew Locke works out for the long term I mean, ideally, the Broncos are in a situation where Drew Locke becomes a top five quarterback and you're riding him for the next 15 years, right? 20 years. Hell, right? Like, that's just that's the ideal situation. But the chances of that happening are slim, right? Like, turn the Xbox off. I'm sorry you edited your players like Drew Locke becoming a top five quarterback is probably not going to happen, given the data we've accumulated so far. Um, So and would you this this reminds me a lot of a conversation we had just. (laughs) 10 years ago where it was and Joe coming in here, how long till Drew wins the Super Bowl? Maybe, a long, maybe yeah. a long time, Joe. I mean, like know. where are you coming? Where are you coming with these? Like quite like, I guess I'd like to ask when is Drew not going to be last in, in, in the league, you know, like Hopefully get, <laughs> we got to start there. Like, yeah, top five. That'd be great. Top 10. Awesome. Not, how about but not bottom we- three. Yeah, top 20 would be an improvement. And I'm not saying that that's the improvement he needs to make. But, Nick, at this point with Drew, I'm willing to take any bit of success and hope to build off of it. But that doesn't mean if he throws a great pass against the second team defense, I'm going to go over the moon. I'm going to say that was a nice pass, a pass he should have made and move ahead. And and I hope he can put together good stretches. But, man, Drew in a Super Bowl, this team in a Super Bowl, we can't do that unless Aaron Rodgers is here. Yeah, probably not right now. I mean, obviously, this defense could be as good as we envision. Like, best-case scenario, right, the 2015 team could be a similar situation to that. And then in that case, even if Drew is a bottom-10 quarterback this year, you could see them writing that along with a good offensive supporting cast 
to some wins. And once again, the playoffs, anything can happen. Um, but as far as Drew Locke becoming that type of quarterback or like saying no to Aaron Rodgers, because that means you're right back in the wheel or in the search for another quarterback. Would you have rather just rolled with Tim Tebow and said, no, we don't want Peyton Manning. We, we need to see what we have with Tim, uh, Tim Tebow, because we might have four to six years or 10 years with him. That's dumb. That's so like, take the good quarterback. This roster is ready to win right now outside of the quarterback position. It just is. There's not the offensive line average at best or average at worst. I would say the right tackle position still a concern. Sure. Uh, linebackers average. Okay. That's fine. Outside of that though, this is a above average roster in almost every single position outside of quarterback. And if you can get a top 10 quarterback, this team, the ball bounces the right way. They're host. They're hoisting the Lombardi at the end of the year. I don't Aaron know if that's the same with, uh, I don't know if that's the same with Teddy Bridgewater, Drew Locke. Yeah, no, definitely not, man. And I mean, this is a, yeah, it's a scenario where you hope to catch lightning twice in a bottle by getting a quarterback here, but you got to get him here in a different way in a much more difficult way than free yeah. agency and just rolling out the red carpet for Aaron. Aaron's already said he wants to come here because he understands that aspect. Um, Aaron also understands the aspect of leverage. He understands um, how to communicate. He understands how to be cryptic on Twitter, how to give certain messages, uh, sports center interviews. It's about the people. I absolutely love it. I, I wish we could do drops, man. Cause I love, that that drop but it's tough it's absolutely tough and mike coming in how many draft picks did peyton manning cost oh yeah that's right i know it's tough man it's tough and to get aaron Rodgers, it's going to be expensive i see a lot of love for noah fant nick it would be really hard for me to let noah go at the and i'm a i'm an alberto guy i'm excited i'm not going to say he's the best ever because we haven't seen it yet you gotta be a, a little bit of an iron man like noah was last year um, Noah's out there playing on one leg, bossing yeah. people. I can't wait to see what he does with two healthy. He looks bigger, and I've never seen a guy, Nick, look bigger but leaner at the same time than Noah Fan. Noah Fan's been putting in that work. I don't know what fire has been lit under his butt the last couple of years, but Noah would be a tough one to give away. But I would still definitely consider it for getting AA Ron in the Mile High City. Yeah, man. I mean, <sighs> I don't want to give up Noah Fant. I would rather give up a wide receiver than give up Noah Fant because <laughs> Noah Fant is probably one of the only guys right. on this team that can do what he does. I mean, I love Alberto Coibinam as well. I've always been a pump the brakes kind of guy on him. He was a day three pick for a reason. He's got mm-hmm. concerns. He's got uh, he's limited in what he can do right now with the tight end position. Noah Fant is the guy, though. I'm probably the second least likely bleh, the second least likely guy I'd like to trade. Bradley Chubb is probably number one. Then it's Noah Fant because of how rare his skill set is and how hard it is to find a great tight end. And I think Noah Fant is going to explode this season. It's not like where you have plethora of talent at wide receiver. It's not like Cortland Sutton coming off an injury or you have multiple uh, wide receivers you can go with. Noah Fant is probably it as far as I feel comfortable with at the tight end position. Your depth at tight end is bad too. And I think Noah Fant is going to be a pro bowler bowler this year regardless of who the quarterback is. He's good. I've said it before. I think he could be better than Darren Waller. And Darren Waller, I think, is one of the most – he's number two, number three, I mean, behind Kittle and and Kelsey. I mean, I think Noah Fant can definitely be there. Noah Fant also tied in you. Kind of cool to see Noah Fant and the Denver Bronco involved in those things. No, Not just the Broncos hosting it, right? Like Von Miller hosts his summit. We're starting to see Noah um, get the recognition that he deserves. And I absolutely love it. But, yeah, man, I'd be okay with Bradley Chubb. Noah Fant, I – 
I, I pump my brakes, my thing with Bradley, I hope he comes back and has a monster season, but when you're not even the leading sack leader on your team, you make that pro bowl. I get it. The double teams and stuff like that. I just, I hope he could stay healthy. The health is what concerns me. And I know that's what concerns him. And that's it. The guy has the heart. He's got the work ethic. He's got the drive. He's just had bad luck. And I just hope that bad luck is over for Bradley Chubb. Yeah, man. I mean, Chubb, Vaughn, I just wrote a piece recently. Like, hopefully those two guys can be healthy so we can get him a full season. And yeah. uh, since the first time since 2018, um, where yep. they both had, like, one of them had 14 sacks. The other one had 10, I believe, or 14 and a half and 10. But uh, we got Dehane coming in here with a $5 super over on YouTube coming in at the gun. Uh, I know the past does not predict the future. However, it is very... Uh, the future is very much correlated with the past. Um, but he says uh, Denver has never drafted a great quarterback. They've always traded for them or picked them up as a free agent. That's a good point. But uh, I think that's kind of a gambler's fallacy, so to speak, where it's like, oh, I've never rolled a one every single time your your uh, odds reset right? every time you roll the dice. So uh, I would say swing away. Right. That's you, that's one reason I was about Justin Fields or Trey uh, Lance. Like, swing uh, away. I love this because I feel like you and I, so we're both, you know, analysts, we're both analytical and I got to ask you this because I'm not sure. Do you believe in bad luck or like bad juju or, you know, like don't walk under a ladder, don't break a drop a mirror, bad luck for seven years. Like some of those quirky little, I don't know what you want, superstitions, if you will. Are you superstitious or kind of stitious no, or no, no, not at all. I think so. I am with some stuff, right? Like the mirror, uh, the ladder, not so much, but little things like that. And I'm a little superstitious when it comes to this. I don't know what the hex on the Broncos was um, the, for never drafting a quarterback, obtaining them via free agency or trade. Uh, it's just bizarre, man. So I don't know if it's like a Boston Red Sox curse where it's like the Broncos are never going to have a quarter draft a quarterback. I don't know what it's going to take to reverse the curse of the Broncos not drafting a quarterback, man, because I don't know what it is. It's just weird. I mean, how many other franchises are the Broncos the only one? I mean, it's bizarre, Nick, that it has never happened. And this is a franchise that is extremely decorated throughout its history. Well, the Chiefs had one going where they hadn't won like a, an actual regular season game since like 1960 with a quarterback they drafted, right? Like they had some like, forget like making the playoffs or winning a playoff game. They hadn't even won like a regular season game with a quarterback they drafted for like year until Patrick Mahomes since like the 50s or 60s. Okay. So it does happen. And especially when you find like an okay quarterback and you roll with them for a bit. Um, but uh, I would be fine, you know, putting that stat in a box and uh, resetting it next year if Drew Locke or Teddy Bridgewater don't work out. Uh, but thank you very much for the comment there. Dehane, hopefully we're pronouncing that correctly, over on the Hawaiian Islands. Got to get there. Everybody saw talking about uh, getting out there. And Luke also saying that uh, I got to get myself out there as well. Well, speaking of getting out of there, we got to get out of here, guys. It's already at uh, 58 minutes. If, if there's any super chats that come in last minute, we will definitely get to it. But uh, that's going to do it for today's show. Mile High Insiders, thank you so much. Everybody have a great 4th of July weekend. Stay safe. This is Mile High Insiders. Go to Twitter right now. Uh, follow us at MHI underscore pod and also at Mile High Huddle. You can follow Luke and myself at Nick Kendall and at Luke Patterson LP. Also, while you're there, follow John as well. Buona Beast, you know him, you love him. At John KMHH. Uh, while you're on your social media tab, hop over, uh, hop on over to Facebook, facebook.com forward slash mile high huddle pod. 
and facebook.com forward slash mile high huddle. While you're there, also make sure you check out the live stream. Click the thumbs up. We got a wow coming in. I'm going to shout out the wow. Kevin McLeay, thank you very much for the wow. We got some loves as well. Jason O'Neill, Michael Kosecki coming in here. John Juno, Gary Leeds Palmer with the love. Thank you very much, Gary. Yeah, I saw you. I saw Ernie Mays in the house as well. Shout out to yes. Ernie. Tim Durr saying, have a great weekend, fellas. Fourth of July tomorrow. Spend it with friends, family, or however you see best. But most importantly, be safe and be good to yes. each other. And uh, great show, Nick. I absolutely had a blast, man. This is a perfect segment into Fourth of July and, and way to go. Oh, and here yeah. we go. Our guy coming in with the super chat. Mr. Randall is in the house. That's our horn. Great work as always, fellas. Have a great night. Mile high huddle for life. What's up, Mr. Randall? Happy 4th of July to you and your family. Guys, he is Nick Kendall. I am Luke Patterson. And TD Randall signing us off. Go Broncos. Yeah, thank you so much. Join us on YouTube. Subscribe, like, and share. Everyone stay safe. Everyone practice smart, safe freedom (laughs) this weekend as well. Uh, Thanks, Luke, for joining us again. Thanks, John, for joining us today. Everyone, love y'all. Thanks for contributing to the conversation. And uh, go Broncos.